Welcome to Send Us Your Nudes, a podcast where we talk about literally whatever we freaking want to. And also, we taste a mac and cheese at some point. Um, yeah. In, in, and in some form or fashion. Yes. Um, a, a version. A universe's version. There is cheese and, cheese and there is a noodle involved. Whatever else, God knows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually what we end up doing this week. Yeah, this week. very A very on theme statement for this week um my name is kelsey i'm zach and we yeah we are the people you listen to we are send us your nudes yeah (laughs) i mean if you're if you're only listening to like this episode and you've never heard another episode before then that's interesting how did you do that but curious choice but good on you anyway (laughs) living your life yeah living your life out of order. Um, but, so yeah, um, this week, um, the Grammys happened last week. And Wait, this week or last week? Happened last week. Oh, gotcha. So, and you don't, yeah, exactly, you don't pay attention. I don't. You don't pay no attention idea. to this crap. Um, I, don't, I don't believe in it. So, I thought it would be funny, because we were talking about this earlier today. Mm. I thought that it would be funny if I, since you don't listen to most music... That I would play you, because Pitchfork has released a list of the best and worst songs that were up for awards. Uh huh. So there's a best list and then there's a worst list. And I gotta and what? And I want I'm gonna play you a piece of the song, which we're not gonna put in the episode. If y'all want to go listen to the song, pause it and then go listen to the song. But I'm gonna play it for Zach out of the recording. And then he's going to have to <laughs> determine whether or not this was on the best list or if it was on the worst list. Okay. Um, which should be interesting because you only, you're very picky. They're all going to be on the worst list. You, you're going to say they're all on the worst list. But I'm going to give you a series of five different songs. Um, uh-huh. And they're going to be of all different genres. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, so your first song... Is by Lana Del Rey. Perfect. And it's the song Norman Fucking Rockwell. So now Zach is going to listen to the song. He's going to listen to an excerpt of the song. And then he's going to tell you if he thinks that it's on the best or worst list. Okay, Zach has listened to about 30 seconds. No, actually, he listened to a minute and 43 seconds of the song. Because the song has a really long piano intro. So... He had to listen to all of that and get into the song. So, based on what you've heard, do you think that this song is on the best list or is the song on the worst list? I'm going to have to say that it... I'm going to guess it's on the best list. Are you sure? That's that's going to be my guess. Yeah. You are right. It is on the best list from Pitchfork. Yeah. I actually... Um, I didn't think that was... That was bad at all. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I kind of like Lana Del Rey, but she's not my favorite. Don't tell Sammy. <laughs> if you're listening, don't 
drive to my house tonight and murder me in my sleep because she loves her. Um, no, that was a good song, actually. It was I, pretty good. I'm not offended by that being up for contention. It was pretty good. So, <laughs> your next song is going to be, it's Little Baby and Gonna Drip Too Hard. Worst. No, you gotta listen to it first. It's on the worst list. It's it's gonna be Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby and Gunna. <laughs> so, Zach's gonna listen to this and then he's gonna tell you if he thinks it's on the worst or the best list. Worst list. Okay, Zach just listened to Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby and Gunna. And we didn't make it a minute and 40 we seconds. We made it 30 seconds in the song. Yeah, I'm gonna say that that's on the worst list. Are you it's sure just, about that's, that? That's my, that's my opinion. You're wrong. It's on the best list. <laughs> well, then I, I don't... Have you lost be. all respect for Pitchfork? No, because I never really had a whole ton of it for ton them. Ton of respect the for them anyway. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've used Pitchfork as a resource in finding new music for a decade. Me too. Or more. Um, and they've turned me on to, like, all, most all of the stuff that I listen to now. But... At the same time, you know, it, as any opinion, you're not always going to agree. And for me, personally, just not really being, like, that huge of a fan of rap or hip-hop, like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that, that that hit my ear is something that deserved to be on the best list. But yeah. That's just I mean, opinion. I'm with you, like, listening to that song, I like rap and I like hip-hop, but it just depends on what it is yeah i mean there's a lot of stuff i do like i just it just seemed like it was something that if i turned on the radio i would not pay attention to that song at all it It would just go through one ear and out the other it doesn't seem special to me in any way like i don't i don't know what it is about that song that i don't know makes it that that gives it anything worth awarding that's just my opinion yeah um i i'm with you i didn't like that do I think it should be on the same list as Norman fucking Rockwell? No. No. It's not. It's not. It's not the same. No. It's not the same whatsoever. Um, okay, so I'm going to play you another song. Um, it is by Sean Mendez and Camelia Cabello. And it's called Senorita. I think I've heard of one of those people. Uh-huh. I mean, I think they're dating. Or they used to be. They're both, like, pop stars. So. Sure. Um, they probably have dated at some point if they aren't dating now. So I'm going to play Zach a clip from a song I know he will hate as soon as it comes on because you hate pop music or at least like 95% of it. Um, and he's going to say whether or not he thinks it's on the best or worst list. Okay. Okay, Zach, what do you think? Where do you think Senorita falls on uh, Pitchfork's spectrum? I don't really see it as a song that, again, is really special or powerful or moving uh-huh. in any particular way. And do you think that they put it on the best or the worst list because of? I mean, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with worst. Is this your final answer? Yes. You're correct. It oh, is on the God. worst list. You didn't want <laughs> you didn't want to be disappointed again by Yeah, I mean I was expecting I was gonna start accusing you of only throwing music at me that's no. on the good list. No, absolutely not. That would be really <laughs> funny though if all of them were just on the good list. And I kept saying bad. Yeah. Because that's probably how it would go. Okay, so the next one <laughs> the next one's gonna be really familiar. Oh, okay. Probably. Um 
It is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to play you a clip from Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. I mean, I know Bad Guy. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Um, I think, anyway. I yeah. think it's, I mean, I I think think it's that, weird as hell. I mean, I think that should go on the best list. Okay, well, I'm going to still play you a clip from it. We'll oh. see. Okay, fine. <laughs> and we'll see if, you, if your mind has changed. All right, Because um, remember, she did put out a version of this with Justin Bieber. Oh, I don't like that. Have you listened to it? No. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna play you that one since you've heard the other okay. one. Okay. No, yeah. Let's and do that. she's done two versions of this song, and one of them is featuring Justin Bieber. So we'll just keep that in mind oh when you determine whether or not Pitchfork has said best or worst. Well, it's. I already know that it's gonna make me like the original version more. <laughs> yeah, it's going to. Um, but I didn't say which version was on the list. Oh. So you're gonna have to determine. You gotta tell me which one's on the list. No. All right, let's play it. Okay, okay. So Zach, Zach listened all the way up through uh, Justin Bieber's main part in the song, like the second um, chorus and the bridge. Uh, <laughs> um, can't believe you made me listen to that. Y'all should have watched his faces the entire time that he was listening to it. All because, the con- all the contortions that it went through. Yeah, he was um, very mad at me. For making his ears bleed. You know, it, it, at first, I was like, okay, well, this sounds the same. It's all, this, it's all you know. Yeah, because the first part guy. of the song is basically the same. Yeah, and then, of course, he has his verse that he throws in. Mm-hmm. And so the song was great up until that point. Uh, no, Now, okay, really, like, to be fair, when he... To be fair. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> when he started his verse, I was like, okay, well, it fits the, the, the song. And all that. But then I started listening to the words. And immediately it started conjuring up like the image of Justin Bieber as he was describing himself. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what? He is like basically describing everything about himself. Yeah. Like he's talking about like having gold teeth. He's talking about having two sleeves of tattoos. Yeah. And so painting this image of like ultimate fuckboy. Yeah. Um, that he... That he's become. That he's become. That he always was. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. But at any rate, I, yeah, I just, my sneer across my face grew and grew and grew. Especially at the very end where he starts fucking this run. Yeah. And sealed the deal. It's so, like, obviously auto-tuned. For, for me saying that this belongs on, on the worst list. So which one do you think it is? Do you think that they put the... Well, they better because they're have... both singles. Okay. So, did they put the original bad guy on the best or worst list, or did they put the bad guy featuring Justin Bieber on the best? No, or worst they better list? have put the original on the best list. That's what you're going with. Yeah. Well, you're right. They did. Okay. Good. They put the original on the best list. Um, oh, I forgot to read you. So let's go back to Senorita for a minute about how oh. awful it was. Okay. I gotta read you. The second sentence in this art or in this paragraph describing this song. While Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez are seemingly unable to stop sucking each other's faces in real life, none of that horniness carries over into this soulless Latin leaning pop song. <laughs> yeah. There was there was no vibe in that song at all. I mean it's supposed to be like this romantic song, but I just I didn't feel anything. It says Meanwhile, the allegedly sexy lines like you say we're just friends, but friends don't know the way you taste. Come off as more haunting than sultry. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of creepy. This is a very cannibalistic. Yeah, if that was a text, then that would <laughs> definitely be creepy. 
Okay, anyway, yeah, so that was with that one. But for bad guy, um, the first sentence says, Billie Eilish's sneer of, duh, could vaporize anyone over 30. <laughs> I love that. Um, it, it just, like, I don't know. I just like that song so much because she was into, like, ASMR before she started music. What do you mean by that? That's why, like, a lot of her songs are her, like, whispering. Oh. She's, like, super into ASMR. I see. Yeah, um, and that song is like an ASMR, either dream or nightmare, depending on if you like ASMR stuff. Bad guy, anyway. Well, I do have like ASMR sensations. Yeah, when you when you listen to that song. Not when I listen to that song. It more depends on my mood. Okay. Than than the song. I mean, the song itself definitely me thinking it's good, whatever it is. Yeah. Will give me that sensation. Yeah. I love. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I, I like ASMR as well, and I think it just depends on what it is, whether or not it gives me that sensation or not. Because typically, the only thing that does give me that sensation is music. Like, yeah. a, like a new song. Yeah, that, that you're I've like, discovered. hell yeah, this song is great. Yeah, where I'm like realizing how awesome this song is and how yeah. it's entering my life. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a hell of a feeling. I don't feel that way about Bad Guy, but I definitely get what you're talking about. Like, I definitely have heard a song and then gotten chills immediately after hearing it. So, yeah. So, I'm going to play you your last song, and I want you to tell me if it's on the best list or the worst list. And it is also another pop song that's on the radio. Okay. Um, it's called... Someone You Love by Louis Capaldi. And mm. I'm only, I'm only going to play you like a few seconds of this one because it's like super long. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Zach has listened to the song and he he listened to like maybe 30 seconds of it. And I, I started the from the beginning and he was like, ah, no. Okay, so you think it's on the best list or the worst list? It has probably ended up on the best list, even though I don't think that it should be. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not. It is on the worst okay. list. <laughs> Good. Good. And the only reason that I thought it would probably end up on the best list is just because, like, the the, the lyrics of the song are relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a tough song to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And and so that... I mean, the guy it, has a nice voice, and he has a, yeah, he's and he's good a good at piano. And he's a good singer. Like, it, yeah. there's a lot of good components to the song. Um but even though there there are parts where like he tries to get really powerful and and uh and and sing in a way to really try and elicit some emotion like it just kind of misses the mark for me yeah for me it just feels like i don't know it's like he's not he's upset but at the same time it's like there've been other songs that are basically the same that have been more emotional about the same exact thing yes. if that makes sense yes um so pitchfork said Remember the heyday of American Idol when even a contestant who finished in ninth place could land a record deal and debut single that was a minor hit? Louis Capaldi's sappy Someone You Love sounds like one of those tracks, the kind where you don't realize that a big voice doesn't automatically create a personality. Somehow, this song has stumbled into a Grammy nomination and has a number one spot in the Hot 100, but no trophies or numbers can make Capaldi interesting. I, I actually agree with that a lot. Yeah. It's very forgettable, and it's a song that, like, there are plenty of songs from, like, the 2000, like, early 2000s that were kind of like that. Oh, yeah. That are not rememberable. Like, I don't remember who even sang half of them. Right. And I think the comparison to it being, like, an American Idol contestant, that is spot on. Underlines its forgettableness. That is so spot on. Unless you're, like, a super fan of American Idol, and I can remember one friend from high school that definitely is. 
and could tell you literally every contestant from every season. Like, all the finalists and everything. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to remember something like this. No. No, give it next year and the song will The song will not be on the radio ever. Unless it's on one of those, like, Mix 100 channels where they play everything. And it's just kind of... Yeah, or, like, easy listening. Yeah, yeah. They'll play that song and then they'll play Rich Girl by Hall & Oates next. That's literally what's going to happen to that song. Sure, do love some hollow notes. Yeah, I heard I heard it yesterday. Is why I was reminded of it. I like had it stuck in my head all day. I really like when he says like, "It's a bitch, girl." <laughs> <laughs> like, really gets you like, "Yeah, it is a bitch." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. So another song like Zach, you got a three out of five. So technically, you passed. Yeah. Um, another song on the list that really made me happy that it was on the best list, was Brittany Howard's History Repeats. I don't know if you've heard that song before. I have. I had to have. I had to have. Um, because you know Brittany Howard as the lead singer of Alabama Shakes. Alabama Shakes, yeah. No, like, he, one of the most powerful so like, female voices Well, she was coming through recently. In alternative rock. Has she already come through? Or she hasn't she, come through yet. She hasn't come through she, yet. The tickets are soon. Yes. Oh, I, I think she's going to be there in March. And you, you were freaking out about it. So yeah, I, started, I love her. So I started listening to a bunch of Brittany Howard stuff. Yeah, she, she's got like, one of those voices that's like, you don't hear it everywhere. It's just like such a very unique voice, so powerful. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's hard for me to relate to the stuff that she sings about. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I'm, she's still like an excellent singer. It's very soulful to me. Like, even if I can't relate to the lyrics, I feel like all her voice, the tone, and the music, I'm like, oh yeah, this is so bluesy. It makes me think about going through hard times, but at the same time, being able to like... Persevere. Persevere. Yeah, it's it's blues rock, and it's just so good. Yeah. Like... And I was yeah. very happy to see that on Pitchfork's best list. They had some other songs. I think they kind of tried to pick from every genre, honestly, to put on their uh, their best and worst list. They did have a lot of rap on their best list. Their worst list was mostly shitty pop songs. Which one are you super happy to see on the worst list? I am super happy, I think, to see... I really don't like that song by Camellia... Camellia... Ugh. Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes. I think it's annoying when it comes on the radio, the okay. Senorita song. Yeah. So I was happy to see that there. I was surprised to see a Beyonce song in the worst list. That's that's music royalty. You don't snub yeah. music royalty. Well, like I mean, that. I've never heard this Beyonce song. Um, it's up for best pop solo performance. I think it was on, the song was on The Lion King, so maybe that's why. Oh. Uh... But, and it says, <laughs> the last sentence says, this expensive Disneyfication flattens everything interesting about her music, leaving only a low-risk R&B ballad with gospel overtones and vaguely African undertones. Ah, because it was used in a movie. For the Ye- sake of a movie. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Beyonce was on the worst list. Um, Chris Brown was on the worst list, which he should be. He's literally the worst per- human being. Agreed. Um, I don't care if his music is sometimes catchy or not. He's the worst. And I was also surprised to see a song from A Star Is Born on there. You know, the Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Um, Bradley Cooper yes. love story thing. Yeah, I got you. Um, that was all, that was on there as well. And yeah, basically, uh, I was just super surprised to see that on there because I, I haven't seen A Star Is Born. Neither have I. And it's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just that I don't, if it would come on and I would be in the room, I'd be like, 
all right, I'll watch this, but I'm not going to sit and seek it out, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. Makes total sense to me. I mean, it's not my type of music. Yeah. Or not my type of movie, so I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've talked about the Grammys forever, um, <laughs> that you didn't pay attention to, we should talk about this week's mac and cheese product. So this week's macaroni and cheese, we went to the novelty side again, like we alluded to earlier, and we made macaroni and cheese muffins. Yeah, so I was looking online. I was like, I want to make something weird this week. And you found the weird recipe. I did find a weird recipe for macaroni and cheese muffins. I mean, honestly, they were okay. Yeah. They were okay. They were definitely edible. They were <laughs> they were way better than the Thanksgiving mac and cheese. We didn't suffer injury or die. As no a injury. Of yeah. No, nothing was harmed in the making of this mac and cheese. So we'll start with noodle. Um, so we had some leftover penne from last week that we used because this recipe specifically calls for it. Well, it just says one cup or actually it says two cups of mac and cheese, one cup per six muffins. So it doesn't say what your mac and cheese should be like. It literally just says to use a cup of mac and cheese per six muffins. So that's so we had the uh, we had those noodles left over, and we figured, hey, why not? They're noodles. Yeah, they work. Hey, why not? This pretty much calls for leftover mac and cheese because, as I was talking to Zach about earlier when we were rating this, this isn't a recipe that I'm gonna go out of my way to make mac and cheese to put into. Like, I'm not going to make a mac and cheese and say, I'm going to turn this into muffins because I want to. Yeah, not necessarily greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we used penne noodle for the mac and cheese, and it was not the best noodle for this at all. Yeah, I think a more compact or, I mean, smaller noodle, yeah. like elbow macaroni or, or you know, whatever that's I think the, smaller. what's the one that looks like a radiator? Radiator? Radiator, yes. Um, I think that one would be good. Probably. Something that's like small, like compact, and then has like lots of crevices would be good for this kind of muffin. Like, Yeah. We haven't, having the long penne noodles in it, we, you would, you'd like bite into it and like you might pull noodle out. Uh, and I mean, for the most part, you could bite through. The noodle, because it's soft noodle and all that. Yeah. But you, still, it was possible that that happened kind of while you were eating it, so you had to kind of be careful with it falling apart. And we used just too long of a noodle. So a smaller noodle would have Would be better. Be so yeah, we gave it a two out of five when it comes to noodle, because yeah, this noodle, too long. It was kind of diagonal in the muffin pan, like a regular muffin pan, because it was so long. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so for cheese, we gave it a three out of five. The, so it's not really the fault of the cheese. Yeah. Um, but the corn Yeah, flavor, so this is like a corn muffin recipe. Yeah, we ended up um, using like a corn muffin kind of batter. Um, because it was, you know, supposedly just regular like cornbread slash muffin mix. Yeah. Um, and we thought that that would just go the best with something like this. Yeah. So the cheese just was kind of overshadowed by the cornmeal. Yeah. And we used like the same cheeses as last week. So Yeah, they were flavorful cheeses. If they were a milder cheese, you would not be able to taste any cheese at all in this if it was like white cheddar or like mozzarella or yeah, any mild or medium. Something like that, 
you would not have been able to yeah. taste it American at all. cheese, forget about it. Um, so one thing that I did notice, though, when we were eating it, though, and considering what other cheeses we could have used to have more of a flavor, I thought about something like a jalapeno jack. Yeah. Or a pepper jack. Ooh, you know that sausage, like that cheese that has like pepperoni in it? No. What pepperoni cheese? What? Oh my God. So. What? When I was a kid, I would like beg my mom when we went to the deli, to the grocery store. They had this pep cheese that had like little teeny specks of pepperoni in it. What the hell? How have I not ever heard it of It was this? like a yellowish cheese, too, that like you slice at the deli, like off on a... Yes. I need to find out more. I'm going to see I if it's got more. a specific name, um, or I'll, I'll just ask my mom. I need to know more about this. This is, a, this is a breaking news development. Yeah, right here it is. It's called Yancey's Fancy Pepperoni Cheese. <laughs> um, yeah, pepperoni cheese. It's um, Hormel makes it, too. Like, this is what it looks like at the deli. Oh my gosh. It's just a big block of cheese that they slice off if you go to the deli. I would say you could probably go to Harris Teeter and they have like a brand it. of it. I, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the hunt though. Well, Walmart has it. I'm on the hunt. I'm going yeah, to find so, it. Like it's probably not something that's really in our market, so to speak, but it is available. Well, it says Walmart has it, that it's deli sliced. So I would say that you could go to the Walmart by your house and they probably have it there. I'm going to ask them, and they're probably going to look at me like I'm an idiot. Just call them if... Just, well, call them. That would be a weird conversation to have on the phone. You got pepperoni cheese? We um, have pepperoni pizzas. No. I would just go in and show them, like, a picture of this and be like, do you guys have any of the cheddar and pepperoni uh, loaf? That's what it's called. I'm going to... Yep. It's my new cheese. Cheddar it's and pepperoni loaf. It's so good. It's very salty. Oh, I'm um, sure it is. But that was the cheese that I always wanted as a snack when I was a kid. Oh my gosh. Um, sorry we got off on a tangent, but... Screw getting pepperoni and cheese separate and making sandwiches out of it. Now I've just got the cheese that I can slice up. Let's I've never had it. it as a grilled cheese, but I would assume oh. that it would be a really good grilled cheese. Oh my goodness. You know what? On a similar note, you know what makes for a bad grilled cheese? What? Munster. Oh yeah, it's probably really rubbery. Yeah. It was Oof. yeah, it was left over from that mac we made a few weeks back, and it was just oh it's god just too too chewy, I'm too sorry. chewy. I had strings running down my face and all that stuff. It was it was crazy. I mean, like it tasted good. But... Oh oh no! <laughs> I rolled I scrolled down to look at the uh, reviews of this cheese on the Walmart website. Yeah, and it says uniquely delicious. Walmart needs to keep in stock. Uniquely delicious cheese. Alas, this product was removed from my local Walmart and I believe others. Approximately nine months ago, I was mad and sad. Aww. Then, two months ago, it reappeared. I was overjoyed. Yatta! Yesterday, I tried to buy some and was told by Walmart deli person, it has been removed again. Oh my god. Even though it is a great seller. Please keep this product in stock permanently. Oh no! Help me pepperoni cheese. Help me. Okay, yeah, like, there are two other recipes talking, complaining about it not being in stock, too. Um, and that was just and in October. And they also say that it was uniquely delicious? Um, this one says, the flavor unique. <laughs> that flavor. A unique flavor. It tastes like the flavor and cheese. The flavor unique. It's Great like the... cheese for my low-carb diet. Okay, if I can get Walmart to keep it in stock. All right. Well, 
pepperoni yeah, and cheese. Zach guys. has learned about pepperoni and cheese. I thought everyone knew about it, so shoot, not me. I was the last guy. And, <laughs> the last guy. And now it's a whole new world. Yeah, of cheese, of cheese. <laughs> and pepperoni. Um so anyway, yeah, if if you would have put like a jalapeno cheese in this muffin or a pepperoni cheese. Get a big cube of pepperoni cheese and shred it into it. Holy crap. Yeah, I think some spice. Uh-huh. Is is going to be the only thing that could really like give you a blast of flavor. Bla- flavor blasted flavor corn. Blast. Corn muffins. Yeah. And it, and it wouldn't work I don't think with like a sweet corn muffin type it's going to be like your standard yeah. mu- uh cornbread for corn muffin. Um all right. So that was what? Noodle? Cheese? That was cheese. That was cheese. Yeah. Okay. So where are we at now? So we're at presentation. Presentation. Okay. Um what so did, what did you say? You said these things were cute. These were cute. Um I took a really cute little picture of them. Zach suggested he was like Oh man, put him in a pyramid. And I was like, oh hell yeah, let's do it. So we put it in a pyramid. I took a cute little picture of them. Um, and you will see on Instagram, I guess. How I mean, cute they just they look, look, they look like unassuming little they, muffins. Like, you're not going to yeah. know the difference, really. There's a, like a noodle like sticking out of the top of a few <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, okay. But yeah, they're cute. So we gave it a four out of five on presentation. Yeah. Because they turned out well. Yeah, I mean, you know, they didn't burn or anything like that. Yeah, I was and, afraid and with the with... amount of, like, butter and stuff in them that they would burn. But... No, but the the, the recipe was, was perfect, yep. pretty much. We followed it exactly, and they came out great. Yep, all right. So, um, the next one is Technique, and it's a 3 out of 5. These were easy to make, but at the same time, like we were talking about earlier, you're not going to make mac and cheese to make muffins. No. Um, so this is are... something you're only going to make if you have mac and cheese already. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's why we gave it a 3 out of 5. Um, yeah, easy to make, but not something that you're going to want to make all the time. Just no. based on, like, extra effort that you'd have to put forth. Right. Um, and then lastly, for taste, we gave it a 3 out of 5. Um, primarily because we both agreed that, like, the cheese flavor was lost. It was like cornbread with noodles in it. Yeah. There's a hint, just a hint of cheese. Yeah. You would have to use, like we said earlier, something spicier to really get some more flavor. Yeah, or just it. like even a then, crap ton more cheese. And even then, yeah, you wouldn't taste cheese unless mm-hmm. you added a whole bunch more cheese or used some kind of really, really, really pungent cheese. Yeah. And and then it just might not be right. Yeah. And so that's kind of where you got to figure out the balance. Would it actually taste better if you could taste more cheese? Maybe not. Yeah. It might taste worse. It might taste funky. Who knows? Yeah. So it might be better that you can't really taste the cheese that much. And I feel pretty comfortable with giving it a three out of five. Yeah. On taste. Because it too. didn't taste bad. Didn't taste bad. It wasn't the best, though. Now, if you um, don't like cornbread. Then this is not the recipe for then you. Then this is not a recipe you're going to want to make. Um, because, I mean, mostly it tastes like cornbread. Yeah. Um, Not being much of a baker. I don't know how you would get more of a dessert style muffin mixture to work to work with this because you know you got cheese and, and all that stuff in it i don't know how that would yeah to mess with it uh so you you would probably have to go with the, the cornmeal muffin version to really get a good reliable sturdy muffin yeah now that being said this muffin does have its place it oh I yeah you, go really you well about this. 
with something else. Yeah, I I talked to Kelsey about it earlier, and I was thinking, like, if there was a chili or, you know, something like that, something hearty that you might want to eat with bread, uh-huh. then this would be perfect. This would be good with tomato soup. It yes. would be good with chili. Yep. Um, I think something tomato-y, like something to counterbalance. Yeah, that's it. something acidic. Mm-hmm. Uh, would would be would be really yeah delicious with for sure like a stew yeah a hearty stew hearty stew a meaty beef stew all right so overall it got a fifteen out of twenty five and as y'all well maybe you don't know I don't know like so Zach and I have decided that this is going to be the last episode of season one of the podcast we're gonna take a couple months break and then we're gonna start back with season two um. Because both of us are like, like, our lives are busy right now. I'm super busy with work. But we're going to take a couple of months off and restart the podcast back with season two in spring, um, April or May. But you will know. Uh, we will hype it up again on all our social media. But, so we've had ten mac and cheeses yep. over ten the episodes, course of this season. Ten episodes, ten macaroni and cheeses. So we have... A ratings and awards ceremony, yeah. all our own. Uh, the top ten macaroni and cheeses that we've made so far. Drum roll, uh, please. Drum roll. You can add the drum roll right. here. Yeah. Okay. Or just make it yourself. Um, like we'll, with your mouth. We'll, we'll, you know, won't do that. Okay. Because um, can't, but... Okay. Because <laughs> so, can't. Because <laughs> can't. Um, all right, so here we go. Here is our top ten, long-awaited... Oh, start from ten and we count gotta down. Start, we got to start from ten. Yeah, that's right. Start from ten and count down. Nobody would care if we said what was first. Uh, I'd be like, all right, well, that that won, so we so know what. Whatever. Yeah, that's the best one. All right, so coming in dead last, and anybody who's been keeping up <laughs> probably already knows exactly what it is that we're about to say. But coming in dead last is Food Network's Ultimate Thanksgiving. Macaroni and cheese. I feel like, like in my head a montage is playing of like us eating that and then like us, talk, <laughs> us talking about it. You know the... Um... A very short in memorial <laughs> yes. montage of our yes. sneering and, you know, disgruntled what's faces. That, what's that song uh, that they always play when people are running towards each other really slowly? I don't know. Arms of an Angel or something like that? Uh, no. Um, hold on. Running toward song. Running toward song. That's what I just wrote. Um, no, it's like dun 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 dun. Oh, you know oh, what I'm talking oh, about? oh yeah, no, okay. I so feel like, like that. <laughs> I feel like that's really playing in the background as it shows me going and like spitting, <laughs> spitting the mac and cheese out in the trash, and you taking a second bite curiously, oh, um, God. and then us ripping it to shreds. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I would rather imagine it being like bag bagpipes, like at a like at a funeral. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> oh, what God. I imagine. Yeah, okay. Because that's the feeling it gave my taste buds. They wanted to die. Mm-hmm. They thought it was hell. I did, okay. I did too. Yes. Okay, so that was number ten. Was Food Network's um, shitty ass Thanksgiving leftovers mac and cheese? Yeah. And With a what? Fourteen out of at a ten. Ten out of twenty five. Ten out of twenty five. Okay. You know, and I remember I was talking about it, and I was like, "God help us if there's anything that we rate lower than a 10. Yeah, and we haven't. And we thank haven't yet. goodness we didn't. We didn't even. I'm hoping a... that we can find some really awful stuff oh, no. for season two. Oh God. I already have one lined up that I already know 
that we're going to have to make. Yeah. I, I can already imagine what it's going to be like. It's mm-hmm. probably going to involve some... It's probably going to be sauerkraut mac and cheese or some garbage. Oh, man. Like that. That's not it, but I'll look into that. Oh, please don't. <laughs> okay, please don't. so what's at number nine? At number nine? Mm-hmm. Macaroni and cheese pancakes from episode six. Oh, yeah. I was so excited to actually try that recipe. Yeah. It was the first, like, a novelty mac and cheese that we were going to try. And, and then it dreams crushed. The, the, yeah, like shattered. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I was excited about it, and I had like expectations in my head, like, oh, this is gonna be great with this bourbon or this bourbon. Oh my god, this maple hot sauce stuff on and top. The, and, and that hot sauce was good. It was. It was a good sauce. Like that was the only good thing to be taken from that. So yeah, it got a fourteen out of twenty five. So not right on top of Food Network's mac and cheese travesty, but pretty close. And I would definitely much rather eat the pancakes over the, Yeah, me too. At least I wouldn't be gagging. I'd just yeah. think, oh, this doesn't taste like much. Thank goodness there's this delicious this hot is, sauce syrup. Yeah, douse it in hot sauce syrup. Okay, moving on into the better number macaroni eight. and cheeses. Number eight, macaroni and cheese muffins. Okay. The ones yeah. that we just uh, the ones that we just reviewed for you guys. Yeah. This week. The fifteen out of twenty five. We got a fifteen out of twenty five. Kelsey, what'd you what was your main takeaway on the mac and cheese muffins? It was a, a food item that I put in my mouth and chewed. <laughs> well and you swallowed heard it. and is in my stomach. Well, you heard it here for, first, folks. A uh, glowing review for macaroni <laughs> and cheese muffins from Kelsey. I think that 8th Place is pretty good. Um, again, another novel, novelty. Novelty. A very... Mov- a very Marvel item. Yeah, uh, not marvelous. Yeah, no, no. I'll tell you. I would not go out of my way, like Kelsey said earlier. So, it is what it is. I mean, again, if somebody out there really loves like cornbread and wants to just try a crazy different cornbread and not have to worry yeah. about it being like too terrible. Yeah. Or extreme in one way or another. <laughs> extreme cornbread. Extreme breads. <laughs> oh man, you know what you could use in extreme cornbread? What? Grind up Doritos. Pop Rocks? No, Doritos. Oh. Extreme. Okay. Uh, Like, uh, it'll be Locos Muffins. Yeah, like, use it as corn, because, you know, they're corn chips, so use them as, like, cornmeal. Yeah. Oh, man. Weird. R&D's on it right now. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. All right, seventh place. Uh Uh-huh. Goes out to Pepperoni Pizza, Macaroni and Cheese from Angela. You know, I really liked that one. I thought it was really good, too. It was different. Um, It wasn't, like, very cheesy. Yeah. Because, you know, it it couldn't be. Uh, there just wasn't a lot of cheese in the recipe. Yeah. But, uh... It was like, like we said, it was macaroni with cheese. Yes. Yeah. They they weren't really mixed uh-huh. together in any way. They it was a good combined. meal. Like, I enjoyed eating it, and I will make it again. But as far as mac and cheese goes, it wasn't a mac and cheese. Yeah. So, 15 out of 25 uh, was our score on that one. Yeah. Um... That brings us to number six, Irish Cheddar Ale Mac and Cheese. That one, to me, was sort of memorable. Um, I liked it, but it wasn't something that I'm going to make again. Yeah. Tasted good. It did taste pretty good. Uh, The ale flavor wasn't really strong. Yeah. I couldn't taste a lot of beer, ale, bitterness. And then the cheese being cheddar, like it was, was already kind of bitter. Yeah. So I think it, it probably just, you know, masked the flavor of the ale. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm not going to go out of my way and make that one again, but 
I liked it, and I think that's reflective in a score of 17 out of yeah. 25. I mean, it, really, was, that's it was a, okay. That's a strong score. Yeah. Compared to the other ones that we've gotten. So, after Irish Cheddar Ale Mac and Cheese, it was actually a tie between the, the Irish Cheddar Ale Mac and Cheese and the Jack Daniels Bourbon Bacon Macaroni and Cheese. Yeah, so Zach and I broke all the ties before we started um, so that we could... Because we didn't want to just have ties for all a bunch of places. So uh, we broke all the ties on basically what we would want to eat again. Um, and so we decided we liked the bourbon bacon mac and cheese better than the Irish one. Um, and that's why we, it's higher than, than the Irish one. Because bacon wins. Because bacon wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it had bacon in it now. The Irish had beer, but yeah. I, I'm 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 a bacon man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna He's choose made a bacon. bacon. I'm a, yes, I'm a bacon. I'm a bacon man. So that's yeah, pretty good, pretty good reason for me, as far as to what and really like they're both technically alcohol macaroni and cheeses. Yeah, this one has that's really funny. Jack Daniels in it, and the other one has. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and 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 again, I'm I'm a liquor man. Yeah. So I'm a liquor man. <laughs> I'm a liquor noid. Uh, Okay. That's, a, that's that's weird. I want to say that again. <laughs> Please don't. Um, so that was fifth place was the bourbon bacon mac and cheese. Jack Daniels um mac and cheese. So in fourth place we have Crystal's mac and cheese, um from episode seven with a nineteen out of twenty five. A very respectable score. Yes. A very good Mac. Um yeah, something that I would definitely eat again. Yeah, it, it it was good, and it was a little different because it had egg in it, as opposed to, you know, what we're used to, and it kind of thickened it up a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of made it, like, this a little bit lighter. Yeah. A little bit fluffier, um, but still dense. Uh, it, it was it was strange, but really good. Uh, so I enjoyed it a lot, mm-hmm. and, like, and the people that I shared it with also enjoyed it a lot. So I, I just, I feel like that's a, I, th- I feel like that's a good one if you ever wanted to. To give that one a try. All right. And so moving into the top three. All right. This is the podium. Mac folks. and cheese. The Yeah. this The bronze level mac and cheese is mine and Zach's mac and cheese that we made using Maddie's recipe. Maddie's, Maddie's instructions. From, Maddie's mac from last week. Yeah. Uh, Senpai Maddie taught us. Senpai Maddie. Taught us how to make us. Some mac and cheese. Yeah, and it and got... And make large amounts of it. But, yes. you know, we, we metered it down to feed just the two of us. Yeah, and it came leftovers. Out it came out great. Um, so, yeah, that one's in third with a 20 out of 25. And we had to break a tie between uh-huh. that one and... And our second place. And our, and our second place, the fried mac and cheese balls from episode 8. The ones that Zach literally... Went crazy over. Lost my mind for. Yes. I, and and everyone, again, everyone that I let try loved them. I was told. Literally, I don't know how you could make these any better. Because I thought, you know. I yeah, think yeah you could. Like, you could always make them better. Well, Kevin told me I couldn't. Oh, he did you take them to Hepito? Well, he, no, he came over to my house. Uh-huh. And I had them left over. And I obviously wanted him to try them because I wanted to know what he thought. And he was 
just basically telling me over and over again, I don't know how you could make those to where I would like them any more than I do right now. <laughs> you could make them out of the Thanksgiving leftover. <laughs> and then and then he would have a newfound respect. But he, you know, they were very well received. And the reason in my mind that I wanted to put that one above Maddie's in the tiebreaker because mm-hmm. they both scored twenty out of twenty five is that they were something that Kelsey alluded to earlier. She would go out of her way to make macaroni and cheese to make these fried mac and cheese balls. Yeah, I wouldn't just wait till I had leftovers. If I wanted to make these, I would make a mac and cheese, and I would make the balls. Like, they're that good. I'm, and it's, sim- it's simple, because you could use about any mac and cheese that you wanted to make. Yeah, and they're nuggets. So, like, you can make, like, any sauce you want to dip in them. Like, you could do ranch. You could do, like, sriracha. Marinara. Marinara sauce if you wanted. Like, mine. anything. Yeah. So, I think they're just, they're, like, they're very convenient um, to eat. Like, they'd be a great hors d'oeuvre finger food if you had a party um or really like if you were just craving a crazy snack and you wanted to make something like that i mean that's it's perfect it's great uh so i highly suggest the fried macaroni and cheese balls um but there has to be a winner there has to be a number one Mm -hmm. and there certainly is and drum roll okay and synthesize drum roll here (laughs) okay um anyway so drum roll um Please, the winner of season one's mac and cheese, or send us your nudes, mac and cheese. What if we? What do we call this contest? Competition? Macaroni breakdown. Macaroni breakdown. Mac mac off. The macaroni smack off. The smack. The smack off. Yeah. Um. S apostrophe mac. Off. off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like I like mac off. That's that's weird. Um. Is Missy's Mac and Cheese from episode one. Yep. We hit gold immediately. Yeah, thank you, Missy. With a 22 out of 25, we need to make this one again. Oh, like, yeah. very soon. Because it was really good. I don't know what you're talking about. I have been making it. Like, when I make I a, haven't, um, unfortunately. Sorry, I, Missy. When I make a macaroni and cheese, I make this macaroni and cheese. Well, he, that's great. I'm glad you do. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, when the holiday season was coming through, I had like, you know, a holiday dinner at the Dojang and something at work. And so, you know, I just ended up finding myself and then like family affairs, ended up finding myself making mac and cheese to take here and there. And that was just a good recipe to follow. It was easy and it had a great result and a lot of people loved it. So um, we are proud to announce that Missy's Macaroni and Cheese withstood all contenders it yeah literally it was in the first episode and it was challenged nine other times and did not let up like the only other contenders that even came close were still two points away yeah so missy you should be proud of yourself um i'm gonna reach out to you via email and get your mailing address and i'm gonna mail you a special prize like a like a medal or like a ribbon that says, <laughs> send us your nudes season one winner of Champion. the smack off. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Smack off winner season one. Oh man. Did we just like create a reality show basically on our podcast? I think we did. Season one smack off champion. We'll and be... then we'll have, then one day we'll have a, a season that's like all stars and we'll have to like make all of the, all the best and worst. All the best a- again. 
all the best from other seasons. Yes. And then we'll have to figure out which one's the best out of that. And see who we can make cry while we do it. Uh-huh. We'll do, like, super stupid challenges, too. Like, this week, two max will go home instead of one. <laughs> it's gonna be a noodle-off. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. But congratulations, Missy. I'll reach out to you <clears throat> via email. Or I'll just Facebook message you. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. And I will send you your mm-hmm. cool little award. So thank you for sending your recipe into us and making a good Mac for us. Yep. And thanks to all of our other fans who uh, who gave us support and listened to every episode and made this all a little bit more worth it for us to do. Yeah, and giving us cool ideas to do in the future. If you sent in a recipe this season, you can send us another one in if oh, you yeah. want to try to win. Send like, us next more season. nudes. Send us more nudes because that's we... gonna be that's gonna be the name of the show next season. Actually, send We're us gonna... more in parentheses nudes. Yes. Yeah, and every um, every season from then on out will be like still not enough, still not enough nudes. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for supporting our first season. Um, we both wanted to try a podcast, so it's a big learning experience. It's a big for learning us. experience for learned us. Learned how to edit. Yeah, learned how annoying editing is. <laughs> no, I mean you know just as well as I. Yeah, do. I do. But um, uh, no, I mean it's it's honestly been a great experience. So much love. Oh geez, I said that, but yeah. I just pictured you as like Ringo Starr or something. Much love. Much love. <laughs> You'd like throw up a fucking peace sign. Yeah, and um, being super nonchalant about all of it. Much love. Yeah, I don't know. That wasn't very Ringo of me, but anyway. You need to work on your Ringo. Yeah, I can't do accents or like impressions of people at all. But thank you for listening to send us your nudes. Um, look at our social media. Just look at it. Um, Check it out. Check it out. Um, I'll keep posting stuff while we're off season. Like, I'll keep posting. I oh, almost said some memes. I almost said nudes, but I meant, <laughs> I meant memes. I meant memes. I'll keep posting stuff, um, and I'll definitely let you guys know when we start back up in the spring. So yeah, um, get ready, get ready for that, because we're just gonna get bigger and better. That's right. <laughs> All right. See y'all later, and have a great rest of your winter. And we'll see you in spring. Bye. Bye. Nudes for life. <laughs> Stop. No.